The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. You guys, he's so popular. I feel like I feel like um he doesn't really even need an introduction, right? I mean, Brooke, what do you what do you know about Tumua? Let's see what I know about Tumua. I know that he um sells the most snacks um when he's working for Hawaiian Airlines. Uh, what else do I know? I know he went to Kamehameha Explorations. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, but that's my favorite skit, so I feel like I have to say that. Um, oh, what about what about you, Noli? I don't know. I think I see him get run over Ch- by Chad Owens a little bit here and there on the football <laughs> field when he was his coach back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I saw his uh, funny skit at the car wash. That was hilarious. Well, Brooke, you guys, kinda have, you guys kind of have something in common because um, Brooke's husband actually used to play football too for UH. Oh, for- oh. yeah. Back, I mean, more dark ages time, uh, just <laughs> right before June Jones. So. Um, who's your who's your husband? Elel Kane. Oh, so okay. He, yeah. So, <laughs> a little bit before. Oh, that guy. Was that a was that a good okay or was that a? That's how you that's how you act if you like know somebody. You act like you know someone. Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that guy. No, but okay, so Tomo, so, Hawaii is so small, but your last name is a pretty like prominent last name. I mean, right away, people can associate it with a football family, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a big football family. You know, my dad and my uncle both played in the NFL. Um, they're, they're NFL giants. You know, they're both 6'5", <clears throat> and me, I'm 5'8", so I don't know what happened to me uh still waiting for my growth spurt hopefully next week thursday <laughs> the thing comes in um and yeah my 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 uncle is mark tuine he uh played uh for the dallas cowboys won three super bowls two pro bowls he's the, the guy that everybody knows for my football family my dad played for the detroit lions um my cousin played for the chicago bears mm-hmm. you know and me I, I had a little bit football history too um I was the starting running back and a four-time offensive MVP for the Ever Saints Popwater football team. <laughs> I remember them. <laughs> remember them, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's a it's a big football family. Um, uh, that's what I kind of 
got from everybody growing up was, oh yeah, your, your dad and your uncle played in the NFL, you can follow in their footsteps. So football was, was, a, was a big thing in my, my family, especially as a child. And I played it uh, all my life. Um, I played for the University of Hawaii football team. Yeah. Um, let me rephrase that. I in practice for the University <laughs> of Hawaii football team. Because <laughs> I was like fifth string, for real. I was fifth string. The only time I got in the game is when we was winning by 45 points. <laughs> But that never happened for 45 <laughs> years. <laughs> oh, I love football. I love football. And I try to I try to take, you know, that same mentality, the athlete mentality, yeah. the competitiveness that I that I've learned throughout my life. And I use it in my my new sport that I call comedy, you know. Oh, so yeah. I love football. I always will. Yeah. You know what, Tomo? First of all, you know what? Just a big congratulations because honestly, like I've been watching you not like stopping, you, but, <laughs> but like, I mean, we've all seen how, how fast your career has really grown. Like, it's like you blew up during the pandemic, you know, at a time when everybody was so hungry for this and they latched onto you and they related to you right away. And then you quickly shot up. You had, you know, showing up the Blaisdell. You're like selling out. And now you're going to do a taping, you know, at the Historic Hawaii Theater. And I mean, this isn't a matter of like how many years now? Like I know a total of six, but it just seems like it was shorter than that. Yeah. Um, it seems shorter because I guess people didn't know who I was until like maybe my third year in. Um, because uh, I started doing, doing stand-up comedy first. You know, everybody thinks I was doing all these Instagram skits and TikTok videos before all that, but stand-up was the main thing I, I did first. And I wasn't into the videos, wasn't into the social media because um, I wanted to be a, a real comedian. You know, I didn't want to be like those Instagram guys, but nothing against those guys because I, I know a lot of them and, and, I'm, and I'm one of them now because that's all I do too. Um, but yeah, I was strictly into stand-up uh, took a stand-up comedy class at UH just to boost up my GPA, ended up falling in love with it, um, been performing here and there. I had like a monthly comedy show at a Ko'olau golf course at Honey's Restaurant. So I think like every second Fridays of the, of the month, I would perform there. I started to build a, a, a decent, strong following with a lot of local people. A lot of my family would come out um, and it was going good, you know, and then the pandemic hit. And that's when everything shut down. I think the Koala Golf Course completely shut down. So yeah. I couldn't perform there. Um, and then uh, I just started to put up some social media videos because pe people was like, oh, just throw up some videos because everybody's doing that now. And I was like, okay, okay. So I, I think I threw up some uh, a toilet paper drug dealer <laughs> video. That's my first video I put up um, where I was with my dad and I was just, you know, dealing drugs, but dealing toilet paper because it was a hot topic back then. <laughs> You know, and then um, I did that and, 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 it, and it blew up, you know, I think it went on the news that, that night um, and I was like, okay, this is what the local people want, you know, so I started putting out more and more videos and videos and my following just blew up, you know, and when I finally had the green light to do a live comedy show again, this was at a, a Blue Note, you know, down in Waikiki, I think I put up like two shows at Blue Note two shows on a Saturday or whatever. And it, and it sold out instantly, you know? And then I added another one and another one, another one. And I ended up doing uh, 18 shows in a row. Um, and I was very thankful for that, you know, with, uh, it, was, it, was, it was one glass, I was in one fish tank, you know, cause COVID <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy, but I, I was just thankful for 
social media because it's huge you know that's that's the next marketing these days and then from there i i did a few shows um at the blazedale concert hall and then recently i i went on tour last year in 2022 hit up the local spots in the mainland did my big show at the blazedale arena which was this past november and then now i want to you know film a official special and um hopefully get it on on a big uh, streaming platform, but I cannot mention this, the streaming yet. But uh, yeah, I'm just grateful for, for God and I'm just grateful for social media too, because it's strong, it's strong. You know, I never would have thought that I would be where I am today. Wait, wait, so does that mean that you already contacted a streaming? <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I, have a, I have a few um, networks that are um, interested in me and they're gonna, gonna take a look at it when it's done. So, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. oh, that is so awesome, man. Are you, are you like, how does it feel to, to know that you're, you're so loved and so like, you know, I mean, all they embrace you so right away. Like, what's that feeling like? I mean, of course you must've been a little bit nervous, right? First starting out. And then it's always like, like a gamble, right? Like, Oh, how, how are you going to take my jokes? And yeah, I mean, it's, it's always a it's always a gamble in anything. I feel like, um, uh, in, in my opinion, it's good to to be nervous. A lot of people I get that question a lot. Like, do you still get nervous when you get on stage? And I I say yeah, um, because it, it builds uh you know, I just say it builds confidence and it and it humbles you at the same time. You know, you don't want to get to the point where you're like, okay, I got this, I got this, and then boom, you bomb, right? Mm-hmm. So I love being nervous. Uh, it makes me alert, you know, and 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 it humbles me. Um, feels good i mean i don't i don't really look i don't I'm, I'm a humble guy i don't think i'm like the, the best comedian from hawaii you know I, I always feel like i have a lot to improve on a lot, of, a lot of things to work on and i just try to be better each and every year and um i did my main goal was to sell out the blazedale arena i did that and now i want to be more nationally so i'm trying to film this special and hopefully get it out to the world and show everyone in, in in the nation what hawaii is about what hawaii comedy is about and hopefully that takes off yeah do you feel like um like kind of the secret to success and and you know part of what is a successful joke is like being more personable or or, or what what do you what's the formula in in a like how do you tell a good joke yeah um i'd say just yeah be personal that's a, that's a good one right there um just because what I talk about on stage is pretty much my life in, a, in an exaggerated way. Um, Joe Coy said this the best, too. I mean, he, he's, he's a friend of mine. And he said he, he took off as when he started talking more about his family, you know, his mom, his son. Um, and, and they can relate. You know, a, any joke is, is better if you, if you make it personal towards you. Like, you don't just say, oh, when, when Portuguese guy walks into a barber shop, but you say, no, my... My uncle Frank DeLima walked into the shop, you know, something like that. Just like make wow. it make it personal, you know. And because uh, you know, people people ask this like when I performed in the mainland, they said, "Oh, did you change up your material? Did you still talk pigeon?" You know, and I said I, I did everything the same because um, funny is funny, you know. They're gonna they're gonna find mm-hmm. that that uh, relatableness if that's even a word, but. Um, yeah, just be yourself and and talk about your your struggles you deal with. Uh, a big thing with me was was being being a lot shorter than my dad and my, my uncle because and I wanted to be in the NFL, but I wasn't growing. I was only growing 
sideways. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I talk about that kind of stuff and just just things that happen in, in, in a local perspective. And I want people to watch me or see me on stage and say, I know that guy. That guy reminds me of, of my dad or or that story about his girlfriend reminds me of my wife. You know, like I, you just try to connect with the mm-hmm. audience. And, and the best way to do that is just talk about yourself. Yeah. And, and talking about yourself, you said dad and uncle what do they think about your choice and career path after you know um yeah um my family is yeah very supportive my parents and 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 my family you know um they always have been since i was a child with with whatever career i chose um in the beginning you know since it was a just a class in college um i don't think they knew that i wanted to to pursue in that in my career but uh, as i started to getting as i started to get better and better and and more and more gigs started to come and they seen how how happy I was, and you know nothing they can do but just support. And uh, yeah, they're, they're supportive and, and they love it. They come to all of my shows, <laughs> most of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's so cool. What I'm curious too, Tuma, who who kind of growing up and as you're kind of rising, who are your inspirations and who do you look to for? Are, are there guys out there that you're like, oh, okay, you know where you got inspiration from, or just you're a fan of? Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of Hawaii, uh, definitely Andy Bumatai, um, Augie T, Frank DeLima, all those, all those greats. You know, I've been been watching Raps Hawaii, Rap Replinger. You know, I've been yeah. watching, yeah. watched all those all those videos growing up as as a child and and to this day. You know, and um, and I feel like it kind of it kind of died a little bit. You know, local comedy. So that that was my 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 theme. Like the first year I kind of blew up was bringing back local comedy so that was the name of my show and all that because because there wasn't really any anybody after Augie T you know sorry mm. uh, give me that that's his that's <laughs> so much toys. for those of you guys watching yeah that's my dog he's right here on the, on the chew toy on the did you ever toy. get um advice for, right from, did you ever ask by any chance oh sorry what was that did you ever ask for advice by any chance oh yeah I, I always ask for advice um I still talk to them these days uh especially Andy you know he's because he's he's slowly getting back into into stand-up you know so recently I did a few shows with him and he's been giving me some advice or telling me some old stories back in the day you know (laughs) and um it's interesting because uh those guys they never had social media you know so they had to put up all these flyers by hand go to Kinko's print out print out these (laughs) these posters and hang them up and and really like just word of mouth to 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 come to shows but but now everything is social media you hit one video and it blows up next thing you know you have many sold out shows so i give i give all those guys props you know and because they're they're funny and if, and if they had social media back then they'll be even more popular i believe well what is what is the um stand-up comedy business like in hawaii it, hawaii is small right and everybody knows yeah. everybody is it is it cutthroat um not I feel like everyone is supportive, you know, um, it's definitely one of the smaller scenes compared to the mainland. You know, I've been, I've been around in like LA and New York and stuff there, there is more competitive cutthroat, you know, but um, yeah, we, we, we don't have an official comedy club, you know, uh, we have lots of multiple spots where they do show weekly shows. Uh, comedy U is a, is a, is a local comedy company here in Hawaii with uh, Jose Dynamite. He runs a lot of the local shows here. So I would, I would practice at those shows um, with new material and all that. But um, yeah, everyone's supportive. Everyone wants to see each other succeed. 
Um, I would say there's like maybe uh, maybe like 60 comedians, like working comedians in Hawaii, you know, from amateur to constantly, you know, performing. But um, yeah, it's it's everyone. Everyone loves each, each other. Yeah. And, and speaking of comedy, you, by the way, congratulations. I know you just oh. um, was recognized <laughs> as comedian of the year. Um, yes. that's, thank that's you, thank you. That, is, that is a huge. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm thankful for it because uh, they actually that was the first place I ever did did uh, ever, ever, ever performed was at Comedy U. Um, was that an open mic? Uh, I, I remember being nervous <laughs> and um, I never thought I would be where I am today. And, and they gave me the opportunity. They gave me that platform to perform. And um, it's, a, it's a small, small community, but I'm, I'm thankful for them and thankful for all the comedians that voted for me. Oh, yeah. Congrats. You know, so we're talking about Hawaii and um you're you're just saying that you know of what about like 60 you said about 60 or so yeah or so total yeah so for for people listening who are actually like inspired by you and you know everybody that they see on social media who are um you know putting on these funny skits like how realistic is it to you know be a stand-up comedian in Hawaii and is that like your only source of income or starting out that's not realistic like yeah um starting out it wasn't my only source of income um I was actually working uh down at the the docks of my dad for Hawaii stevedores and uh that's a that's a good job that a lot of people want here in Hawaii so I was doing both that and comedy and uh, I ended up just giving that up just to pursue comedy um because it was interfering with too much dates and all that uh, but yeah, now I do it full time and I'm thankful for that. And, and it's, you know, I'm living comfortably with that. And uh, it's, it's, it's possible, you know, I mean, that was my dream to, I always wanted to be an actor, you know, before I wanted to be a comedian, I wanted to be an actor. And that's part of the reason why I chose comedy, because I felt like that was the quickest way to get into acting. Because um, if you look at all these big time actors, a lot of them started off in stand up comedy. Um, like Adam Sandler, uh, even Tom Hanks. A lot of people don't know that, but he was a comedian before he became an actor. And um, and, and it kind of worked for me because I got my first uh, speaking role on NCIS Hawaii. Um, I had like about 10 lines and it was because one of the producers was at one of my shows and then they just contacted me and said, oh yeah, we have a role for you. But um, yeah, anything is possible. If, if you're listening to this and you want to be a comedian, uh, go to one of the open mics they got lots of open mics weekly with Comedy U or even other spots here in Hawaii. And just don't be afraid. Just get on stage. The hardest part is getting on stage. You know, um, once you get on stage, find your voice, get comfortable and just pursue your dreams. What do you do if nobody laughs? Nobody laughs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of things. I mean, I, I've come to a point where I can, I can, you know, bounce back from that. Um, usually just be in the moment and make, fun of that like oh okay maybe pull out a notepad okay maybe i won't say that joke anymore <laughs> something like that you know just uh, or try to talk to the crowd you know um yeah i mean that, that happened many times where no one laughed and it's it's, it's humbling and, and and it's very uh it's good to have because you can learn from it you know and you gotta be get comfortable with with bombing you gotta have no fear <laughs> you have a girlfriend wow. right yeah yeah uh, do you run your material like you know when before bed or whatever you... oh yeah all the time um <laughs> well, she does, does she, the one that you run it by the most yeah her and, and, and my parents too my, my dad um 
my dad's a, a, a tough critic, you know, so um, there's multiple times where I, I would run something by him and he wouldn't think it'd be funny, but everyone in Hawaii thought it was funny. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. He's a jokester too then, huh? Is he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is, he is. <laughs> but yeah, I get, I get, uh, I run things by, you know, my, my girlfriend, um, even my friends too. Uh, yeah, it's good, good to test, test it out in front of them. And then I'll, I'll test it out at like some of the smaller shows, you know, and um, see if it works. If it doesn't then try to make it work or just trash it you know and i noticed that um you guys you you collaborate too a lot right well um you know with other hawaii comedians mm -hmm. and you guys do skits together as well yeah yeah so there's um i'll say yeah there's two sides of my comedy there's like the stand-up side and then the skit side you know the skit side came later uh like i said i was a com stand-up comedian first but um uh, it's 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 similar but different, you know. From from my stand up is like written jokes that I that I uh, you know worked on and written it down on with a pen and paper. But but my my skits, I usually just have like the premise in my head and um, get the camera rolling um, and just just wing it on on camera and just I just would cut it up and take the funniest parts and try to splice it into like a, a two or three minute video. Um, that one's really fun too, because because at the same because like it, it I feel like that what that's what draws people to my shows is, is all the skits. I mean, it worked for you guys. That's the first thing you guys said was the, the videos that that you guys enjoyed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love I enjoy making those those video skits. Which one was your most popular one? Um, the Hawaiian. I get a lot of requests for the Hawaiian Airlines one. <laughs> um, even the I had the the makeup artist one. So do you actually yeah. do do you make up these characters or do you actually know people like that? Uh, a little bit of both. I, I do a lot of research. Uh, I know I know a lot of flight attendants. Um, sorry, Kamehameha graduates. <laughs> so so do do people watch your videos and then do you ever get like a phone call or a DM like, hey, my God, that's me or like, oh, oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the TSA agent one was, uh, was one of my favorite ones too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm down. But yeah, everyone, everyone says, "Oh, when, every time I fly, that the TSA guys always give me, give me trouble, or even when I'm flying, you know." So, so if there's ever one, if there's ever one about a newscaster, then Steph, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Yeah. I like the so. one. I like the one that you guys did. Um, uh, you guys did one on the debate. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you guys are like, "Oh no, my hair, my hair." That's another thing that that I think um, you know strikes a chord with a lot of people is when you guys jump on things that are hot and relevant. You know that yeah. people are talking about. I, I and it's it shows too that you you are paying attention. That that's kind of like part of your job. I mean, you see the importance of that, right? Yeah, that's that's it can be a good thing and a bad thing because I know a lot of people are sensitive these days and you know you gotta be you gotta be careful with, with what you say. Um, but a good thing about about a comedian, I feel like any comedian in the world is the only profession that you can say whatever you want, you know, because in the end you're saying, Oh, he's just he's just joking, you know. Mm. But um yeah, that's why people some people ask, Oh, do you think comedians will will, will die or the comedy phase will die? But 
But I, I don't think so because we're the only form of, of truth tellers, you know. Uh, we can really say what, what people want to say that are afraid to say um, in a lightful, joking way, you know. So it's good. It's good to keep up with current events. And I try to jump on it as quick as I can just uh, to catch people's attention and to turn something dark into something light, you know. And I, I feel like for Hawaii, I feel like for Hawaii too, that's something that especially here, it's so good to hold on to that and not let that die because part of our culture has always been like, it's okay to joke about different races and like yeah. have fun and make stereotypes because that's just how we all grew up. And we don't, and I think Hawaii people don't take it so serious. And we're lucky in that we're yeah. insulated from the rest of the world in that people don't get like, oh, you know, like a habuteru about stuff, yeah. right? That's so true. I hope that doesn't, we need to keep that up, right? For for the future, our kids and our kids' kids and all that. Yeah, that's, right? that's, that's Hawaii yeah. humor, you know? Like, I don't think we can, we can do that in like, Tennessee or something, you know, because it would come off as, as racist, like me teasing Filipinos. You know, <laughs> I can I can tease Samoans and Portuguese because that's what I am, you know. But um, but yeah, my, my shows I, I I try to tease all the races. Great. <laughs> Is that all you are? You're just Samoan and uh, Portuguese. Samoan and, Samoan and Portuguese, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> why, why, why? Not good enough. Why? Portuguese. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We'll do a little uh, DNA ancestry.com over here. <laughs> okay, so you you um already sold out shows. Now you're on your way to um doing a tape show. What and you said that you were interested in acting too, and then that happened for you. So what what is your ultimate goal? Um it's just to 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 make continue to make a living out of this and just get bigger and bigger each and every year. Um, right, and my goal this year is to get on a, a major streaming platform with my special on there, and I'm in the process of making that happen. Um, and hopefully, maybe land a, a big acting role, you know, in some maybe a feature film or yeah. you know a national TV series or something, you know. I know that Hawaii is your home. Yeah. That would that mean that you would leave Hawaii in order to accomplish your goal? Um, I, I feel like I can I can stay in Hawaii and still like just fly anywhere, you know, and 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 work from there. I mean, if I have to like work in LA or whatever, obviously I would I would go there, but I would always stay at home in Hawaii. I don't think I would I would ever leave. Because mm. there are some actors that live here and and you know they still do do things in the mainland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you are Hawaiian Air, so yeah, yeah. I get buddy passes. <laughs> I gotta ask a I gotta ask a personal question. So um throughout your journey to um, you know, I mean, we we learned about you know what you've been through um and how your career has skyrocketed. What did you start to learn about yourself, you know, um throughout throughout all of all of these successes and challenges and overcoming it and 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 making things become a reality for you and achieving all these things? What did you start to learn about yourself? Um, it's a tough question. I mean, uh, it's, I guess anything is possible, you know? Um, it's like, as, as a child, I always wanted to, to be, be something. I didn't want to work a regular nine to five job. You know, I, I didn't, even though I was, planning on staying with, you know, Hawaii Stevedores, I, I just couldn't see myself staying there forever. You know, I would tell my dad this and, and we had talks like that. But um, I've learned that, you know, anything is possible. And 
especially like I, I talk to a lot of schools, a lot of elementary schools, intermediate schools. I don't really like to show much about it on social media, but I have, I'll go there and give them my time and I'll tell these things to them that anything is possible. Follow your dreams, you know, don't give up. Um, stay away from drugs, same thing like that. Um, but yeah, anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Are you, you know? spiritual? Yeah, I'm spiritual. I'm a, I'm a Christian. Uh, I go to New Hope Church. Uh, yeah, I can get more spiritual too. So I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Tumal, yeah. I have a. I wanted to know too, um, more on a personal level, what do you do when like you don't want to be fun? Like, do you, you know when you're with your friends, you guys are cruising in the garage, you're at a party, and do people, all your close friends, like, expect you to be the funny guy all the time, or sometimes you don't want to yeah. be funny or if you have you want to talk about other things or other emotions like how do you deal with that and does that happen to you like occupational yeah. hazard you know <laughs> that's tough yeah that's a good question um if you guys like know me personally uh i i'm like kind of a quiet guy not not the loudest guy not the you know the the life of the party you know but um so so my close friends know like how i act and stuff like that i i, mean, I, I still try to be funny i still throw jokes here and there um, but yeah, when I, when I go to like more public places and, and people come up to me and, you know, try to joke with me, I, I, I just, I be my, my, myself on stage. So I, I, I interact with them and I try to, I try to match their energy and all that, but it does get, does get tiring sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, I get moments where I don't want to, don't want to be. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, I, I always want to be nice. I don't, I don't ever turn down a picture from a fan you know I, I try to talk to everybody at my shows I stay all the way till till late to take pictures with every single person you know whoever stands in line I'll take pictures with them I don't like doing like these uh some people charge over over 100 bucks to take a picture with them I, I, I do it all for free because they're the reason why I have a career today and I always would, would give back to them so um yeah, I try to be respectful to my fans, but some some days I I get it, you know, I don't have that high energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's tough sometimes, but I I can't turn that down. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. But I um, mean, I think that uh, speaks to your success and your, your fan base, and it's um, you know, you're you're true to yourself. You're you're not trying to hurt anyone, so yeah. It's uh, and and you're making a living off of it and and loving life right now, you know, so. Well, you know, everything's going your way and we're so um, glad you could talk story with us so people kind of get to know a little bit deeper besides the stand-up guy. Um, so thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being a role model too, whether yeah. you know it or not. I think um, a lot of people do kind of like watch and learn and then try to aspire to be like who you are. Um, and I think it's, it's, I think we need more comedy here in Hawaii. Yeah. I like that whole thing about bringing it back because, um, it's got to keep it going. And we had a lot of legends and greats um, before us. And the fact that you're continuing that similar kind of legacy, it's super awesome because we don't want to let that die. That's what makes Hawaii so unique, right? We got to keep that sure. funniness alive. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, all right. So Tamua, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations and best That's of luck to you. Awesome. Hopefully we'll find out soon about the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <theming. laughs> Yeah. And do you have a you have a web page or Instagram? Um, yeah. Um, people can get to. You can follow me on Instagram at tumua underscore t u m u a underscore uh, because someone took tumua already, so <laughs> underscore. Or you can go on my um my website at tumuacomedy.com. 
All right, Tumo, is there shows? Is there any um quote that you live by or model that you kind of want to end this podcast with or or give people that last uh, impression? Um probably going back to the same thing I, I've been saying, anything is possible, right. you know, uh, be whoever you want to be, you know, if you're not happy with what you are doing right now, find what you love to do. Um, like they say, the best job is the job that you love doing. You know, I'm mm -hmm. sure all you guys love your jobs. Uh, I love my job and um, yeah, just keep, keep working hard. Uh, anything's possible in the end, you'll be happy. If you're not happy, it's not the end. So uh, thank you guys for having me. There you have. Yeah. Thanks so much, Tumua. Go check them out and crack up with Tumua. Thanks so much, Tumua. Thank you. Take well, care. Guys. Yeah, take care. Yay.